everybody, and welcome into Camel Call Friday. It's December, believe it or not, but Evan Budrovich is still here. I'm here. We took a little bit of a break for Thanksgiving, but we are cranked up here for the next couple of weeks. We will have uh, back-to-back episodes before a month-long holiday break on Camel Call Live. Coming up this Monday, we'll have our special uh, DEI um, report as we talk about um, the different players who are trying to make Campbell Athletics and Campbell University a much better place. And then on Monday the 11th at the county seat, Camel Call Live, we will have our wrestling show. And that's where we'll start this. The The wrestlers, they have a, uh, uh, a big weekend in Vegas, but it's all business. It's all business. And they are at the Cliff King Las Vegas Invitational. It's one of the biggest wrestling matches, tournaments on the whole West Coast. And the amount of ranked programs that are in the Cliff Keen Invitational. Because it's interesting, a lot of the Twitter accounts will put out like, okay, these individual wrestlers are ranked X, Y, and Z. And you look at the brackets, there are at least 8 to 10 top 25 wrestlers in every weight class. You know, Tay Gadiali, one of our favorites, he, he's not even the top three or four wrestlers in the heavyweights, and he's a top 15 wrestler. Those competitions are huge. We talk about league play a lot, but national seating in the NCAAs, if you get that far, a big non-conference resume is how you do in these tournaments, the, yes. the one in, in Chattanooga before New Year's, like all those big tournaments lead you to get higher rankings, and then you're not the number 29 seed having to play a play-in round, and you get a better matchup, and and then maybe you can do something in the NCAA tournament. You know, that's a, that's a great point you make, Evan, because you, you're right. Um, the SOCON, what Campbell is in conference-wise, there's a couple of really good teams and good wrestlers, and the rest are guys that you're quote-unquote it's supposed to beat. So, yeah, it, it's incredible. Uh, six guys in the top 30, five guys in the top 25. And I can't you believe I blanked on the Southern Scuffle. The that's Southern the Scuffle. before New yeah. Year's Eve. They've got, they've got great names. So it'll be interesting to, to watch kind of what our wrestlers do because you're right, they – they throw you all in together. There's not a mid-major and a power five bracket. All the wrestlers are in together. So it's, so it's quite a tournament, and that will be uh, going on in Vegas uh, starting today. Women's basketball with a big trip. They go to the Magic City of Orlando. Our Campbell women's basketball team just continues to impress. They went to the Puerto Rico tournament last year, went 2-0, including a win against Western Michigan, and now they take on a 6-0. The Camels are undefeated in Puerto Rico. 4-0 <laughs> all true. time. You they were there the, the last time. Puerto yeah. Rico. Yes, that's true. And they have uh, quite a matchup uh, as they're taking on UCF. Uh, UCF is 6-0 on the season. They beat Auburn. They've beat St. John's. But this Campbell team, folks, they have one loss on the year, and it's to Virginia out of the ACC, a team that they were leading in the third quarter. So it has literally been a perfect start for Campbell. The UCF game last year, if people remember, not only was here in Bowie's Creek, that was one of the most electric Campbell atmospheres that we've had since COVID. No doubt. Essentially. And then CB went off 20-9 and and I think had five or six blocks. She was amazing. This year's offense, though, was much faster. Yeah. Ronnie has sped up the offense. He's getting Gemma Nunes involved in the point guard role. And then it's more than just shy scoring. Brittany Staves had the big 25-point game at Coppin State. Svenja's been productive. Sarah Hammock Fitzgerald looked good in Puerto Rico, had a double-figure game. Like, that balance has not been there in the last couple of years. Now, UCF brought in five new transfers, four new starters in the portal. They have loaded up. Now, in the Big 12, they have to. Yeah. It's a different tier than the AAC. This game is a neat test because Campbell, the one advantage they have is Christabel. And UCF 
while better, does not have the post play. And we saw her at Virginia before she got in foul trouble. She had a double-double in the first half of that game. That's the one advantage if you're thinking, okay, Power 5, Big South, or now CAA team. Where can Campbell take advantage if they can feed CB and get her going? And, and Ronnie, to his credit, has found ways to change up his offense and be more quick and explosive and in the fast break. They're going to have to score because this is a tough matchup. UCF's a lot better than the team last year that came into Bowie's Creek. Yeah, that'll be Sunday at 3. It'll be on ESPN+. Plus. You're fighting Camels, uh, the women's basketball team, 5-1. and one. And then on Tuesday, coming up this Tuesday, 7 o'clock, Campbell takes on NC Central. This is your last chance to see Campbell play at night at home until January 12th because of the scheduling there's a December 14th 11:30 a.m. it's a it's a student school elementary school day? game everybody you, loves you education can sit with day. me That's i got true. a spot for you That's on the true. you table. can come to that but if you have a real job and have to work and can't make it to Campbell versus Lancaster Bible at 11:30 a.m. on December 14th you can see them on December 5th. You can see them on January 12th when Elon will come to town because they start the CAA season on the road. And what I love, too, December 5th. It, it's one of the busiest days in Bowie's Creek. The engineering school is having their Sails Up cardboard competition where they engineer and design sailboats in the natatorium, the Johnson Aquatic Center, at 5. So you can go see that. Then the Christmas at Campbell concert with the Raleigh Brass Band and some of our Campbell instrument performers in the music arts department at 6 o'clock, yeah. then basketball at 7 against NC Central, nearby rival who's off to a decent start. They're 4-3. and three. They've been competitive in the MEAC. So you can circle the wagons and see everything in Bowie's Creek in like a three-hour window. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Um, boy, that'll be... That'll be a lot of fun. Thank you for that. I mean, that, that's There's why we do, that's why we do this night. podcast together because, you know, you are you Campus are opening Rex, up another layer. Campus Rex having a pickle event where yeah. Mount Olive Pickle Company is coming also on December 5th. Sure. Maybe not the best scheduling from the Campus Rec department, but that's okay. We appreciate what they're doing. <laughs> and it just leads to a lot of things going on in one day in Booze Creek. We'll edit that out in post. Don't worry about it. Um, the Campbell men, they... Uh, they come to the to the Creek Classic, and again, not painting this with an orange brush or anything. They they go one and two in the Creek Classic um, against NC Central at the line. A chance to a chance to beat a good NC Central team. Had two free throws. I will Needed say, so Kotov missed the first free throw, yeah. and that second free throw went around the world like three different yeah. times to force yeah. overtime. They played well in that game. They really did, and easily could have gone two and one in that tournament. Yep. Now you look at Jacksonville, and we've talked about this. In the first half, the offense was rhythmic, and they were moving the ball and assists and scoring. Second half, they struggled. That's a good Jacksonville yeah. team that could win the A-Sun this year. Campbell has a nice stretch coming up in December where they put themselves in a spot to, to win a bunch of games. Obviously, some non-D1s mixed in, and that's part of it. Everyone plays non-D1s, and they play it, which is weird. Southern Virginia is a really good Division Three program. Yeah, I was looking up their record and who they've played and who they've beaten. They've been competitive against some good teams, too. That's not a game you just walk in and go, oh, Campbell by 40. And then the rest of the month, they do play Morgan State, and they go into Christmas, and they come back, and they go up to Pennsylvania about two hours from Philly. That's yeah. a Kevin McGeehan special right there. He's a Philly native. And I think they have a chance to go in a conference with not only a winning record, but momentum. Yeah. And, they, and there's been years where Campbell has had good non-conferences, and some years where they've started slow and developed, and that this team is going to start slow and 
hit their stride in January and not November 12th. Yeah, I mean, we, we've talked about it. This is going to be the the new thing with a lot of mid-major basketball teams are going to have to figure out what was Campbell losing five of their top six scorers, bringing in seven newcomers and all this. I, I like the approach they're taking. Kevin McGinn has, has mixed up the lineup a couple of different times. It's been three different lineups the last three times that that this team has played. He has played nine or ten guys before halftime in, in each of these games. It's nice if you have a, a winning record, like you said. We're just talking about and praising the women's basketball team and Ronnie Fisher about how well they're playing because that makes you feel good and everything. But these games in a one-bid league, what it is in the CAA – they matter, but they don't matter, and you got to use these to figure out how you can how you can do in conference in January. That's and what it's holistically, all about. it's hard to read too much into the non-conference. But if you look at the big picture of the CAA, Wilmington's a good program, Hofstra is a good program, Charleston is not the thirty-win team that they were last year. This league is yep. come back. You look at the Ken Palm rankings, the Big South through what a month has a better Ken Palm ranking than the Coastal Athletic Association. This league is good. Yeah, It is not a league where Campbell's going to be a double-digit underdog every night. Now they're going to have some tough road games for yep. sure. But when you look at the schedule and you go, oh, Campbell's this and this, this league is like the Big South. Everyone can beat everybody. There's three or four really good teams, Wilmington, Hofstra, Charleston. And the rest, you could go to Hampton and win. You can go to A&T and lose. Like, that's going to be the nature of the CAA. Yeah, and again, we circle back to the fact that if one more free throw goes down, and I'm picking on Kotov, who is – he's a really good player, and he's, he's the first rim protector we've had here in a while. But you go back to that. Campbell has gone 2-2 two and two this last week. They played a couple of games. The Idaho State game was one of those games where you're going to lay an egg like that. Nothing went right or whatever. And the, they're 2-2 they're two and two over this last two weeks, which is what they needed to do. And then you're going into a stretch where you're playing some lesser opponents and, and, and you feel a lot better yourself. One free throw makes yourself feel better about yourself. When Campbell has lost this year, they've lost because they have not scored and, and not scored in, in pretty epic ways. They, they, they scored 16 points in the, in the second half against Jacksonville, 48 total, 55 against Idaho State. When they lost at Virginia Tech, a game that they were in through the end, they scored 44 points. So when Campbell has been losing – you look at a pretty ugly box score, but again, they're just trying to figure it out. And and last and you know two nights ago at the game at Jacksonville that I was there, courtesy of the Varsity Network and GoCamels.com. You didn't sit in the sleeper buses, did you? No, no. no. I saw those pictures. Yeah, well, that's next level student athlete awareness well, and, and body. You know, they stuff. had to bring them back. They weren't going to be back till three, so they wanted to rest up because class. Because there's no free rides here when it comes to uh, when it this comes is to the Campbell final Athletics. Week of class. This is an important student week. before the athlete here, here at Campbell. But you, you go back to that. They had really good looks at Jacksonville. They were went for a stretch where they were zero and eleven from three. You can't take that away or paint that with a different brush. But they had good looks. I think they're trying to figure it out again. You know, no reason to give up on this team because they have pieces and again they played Virginia Tech tough they should have beat NC Central they beat a very good Citadel team they've laid a couple of eggs when their offense offense has left them but that's part of it too to look around for it and adjust for it and that's what these months are for and they have a whole month to figure it out they'll be at Davidson next week they do have the three non-ones but then Morgan State right before Christmas at St. Francis two more of those programs that they'll really, okay, have we figured it out by now? And then taking on 
in CANT and Hampton on the road to start CAA play, two of the teams that aren't the best teams in the CAA. Friend of the program and former analyst Ken Palm <laughs> has predicted, again, these are hard to predict correctly, has Campbell going 6-1 and one in the next seven. Yeah. Now you have to go out and do it, but you're also seeing that there are games outside of Davidson that are very winnable. There are opportunities to get hot. Think about Campbell at the end of last year. Three overtime losses of their final four games. They ended up right in the middle of the league and, and finished seventh, yet had games where they could have flipped at Gardner-Webb, could have flipped at Winthrop, had moments. And that's the type of team they looked at the end of the year where it was, oh, it's a tough team to beat. The Princeton's getting figured out. They're, they're learning their offense. And you're right, shots aren't falling, but that happens. What I like about the group is there's no quit. They have not given up yet. And some teams would look at two and five and say, oh, let's get ready for next year, hit the portal this, do this and that. They're, they're locked in, and they have a stretch here where they can get right back to 500. Hey, and uh, not that you need an excuse to come see Campbell basketball. They are back at home, three of the next four, and not only back at home, but they are back at home coming up uh, on Saturday, 2 o'clock against Southern Virginia. But the hoop room is free. What is the hoop room, you ask, Evan? I'm envisioning like a bounce house where you jump on trampolines and you dunk basketball. I'm, I'm going to say this. It's that fun. But the hoop room is uh, is available for select games, men's and women's, a pregame hospitality space. It's in the practice gym, food, drinks, free meal before the game, uh, pregame message from the coaching staff, and the hoop room is absolutely free. We've got seven spots remaining as we record this on Thursday night. We have seven spots remaining. With the precincts 83% closed. You can go to gocamels.com, hit oh, tickets. Oh, you have to ask Kevin McGeehan. So his son, Connor, is playing for Cardinal Gibbons yes, tonight that's in right. the state, like the regional finals. Yeah. If he wins, they go to Raleigh for the 4A state championships. And that's in football, correct? That's in football. Yeah. He plays for Cardinal Gibbons. He's a backup receiver. And, and you got to ask Kevin about the game because I guarantee you McGeehan's going to be lost. He's been to every game in the playoffs right. that he could if the schedule yeah. doesn't line up. His other son, Jack, is now a pitcher at an academy in Cary. So he is the best Little League dad ever. He loves his kids. How did we get from the hoop room to that? Because Kevin's given a little pregame speech. Uh, yes, okay. All right. I was wondering where you were going so with that. Talk so talk to Kevin about the football stuff and ask about the family, and, and he'll give you a great conversation. Yeah, and there's going to be a lot more of, uh, uh, of hoop room availability, small fee moving forward, but it's free. We want everybody to, to, to preview it and have, a, and have a look of what it's going to be, doing it both for the men and women on select games. You can get all that information, hit tickets on gocamels.com, but register because there are still some spots left for Saturday. We'd love to see you there Saturday at 2 o'clock. It'll be on Flow Sports for you. Then Campbell goes to Davidson on uh, December 6th to take on the Wildcats. That's a seven. great idea. I, I love that in-state big yep. school scheduling. And credit to Chris Long, and I know to peel back the curtain, Chris Haymeyer, you're now helping with some of the scheduling logistics and meeting with the team, but – they have put themselves with East Carolina, and Wilmington's now in the league, but that yep. was a home-and-home. Home. Scheduling Virginia Tech, scheduling Davidson, they have intentionally made games where our fans can go, enjoy it, or turn on ESPN Plus and, and see it. Like that, that all matters, especially in December and November. Yeah, and it's good. You, you, you have a lot of uh, very good teams right in your backyard. You get exposure. And, again, if you, if you pick off one of these teams, it, 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 it definitely means something. So – we got some games on the schedule. Again, the, the the women doing what they're doing, the men doing what they're doing. Basketball season 
in full swing, and you can get uh, all the information on GoCamels.com. All right, that'll do it for us on this uh, edition of Camel Call Friday. Any last thoughts, Evan? I have my 25 Days of Christmas sticker board up, and we put a little prize for every day of the 25. So happy December 1st. Let's get this month started. We'll be back uh, coming up next Friday. Remember, Camel Call Live at the county seat, 630 to 730 this Monday and next Monday, December 11th, before we take a month break. For Evan, I'm Chris saying so long. Have a great weekend. (laughs) 